This is the MD Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's Mike Didino. Welcome to the MD Fantasy Podcast. I'm Mike Didino. I'm with Dan Coster. Today we're changing it up. We're doing a followers mock draft. We are currently waiting from the draft to start right now. We're about four or five minutes out. I have picked seven. Dan, you have picked two. How you feeling? I actually also want to say sorry that your name is not in the introduction for the podcast. You know how much of a fiasco that was for me. I mean, this was just a month-long project of me trying to get the intro from the guy, and then he puts together some bullshit for me. <laughs> so, to say the least, I'm not happy with him. I mean, I thought this guy was going to put together one of the best intros, I, you know, and that was going to be our bread and butter. And then this guy just put together the most mainstream, generic intro you could possibly get. So that guy is officially on my shit list. But I'll get over it. We are two minutes from the mock draft starting. Dan, you're pick two. How you feeling? Feeling alright. I'm feeling alright. Obviously, I'm going to get a stud horse at two. Don't mean to cut you off. We are watching the Hall of Fame game. So we're officially underway for the NFL preseason. Mason Rudolph checks in. Najee is Najee's in, wow. So Najee Harris, who scout time. Just don't get hurt. Claypool is in. Just don't get hurt. I don't see Smith Schuster anywhere. Deontay Johnson is in. Talk about getting hurt, man. Wow, so we're live, man. This is the NFL football, baby. Let's go. Exciting stuff here. Ray Ray McLeod, anybody on an end round? (laughs) McLeod shooting up my draft board. (laughs) So we're a minute out. You have picked two. I picked seven. What's your strategy here drafting early? Now, you mentioned in the in the wide receiver episode, your strategy is going to go double running backs. I don't think you're going to be able to do that here unless you go for like a DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, and I know you don't like either of those guys. I would guess the first 15 running backs are gone, up to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So, so what's your strategy coming into this? Yeah, I mean... I- Hopefully a guy like Carson is there. I'm okay with Carson as my RB2. Even Daryl Henderson, who I mentioned I like. If he's there, I'll gladly take him as my second running back. But then past that, man, I'm... I don't want to say zero running back, but I'm probably going to punt that second running back spot unless a guy like Chase Edmonds falls to me, who I like. Somebody like that in that range. But other than that, maybe I get Mike Davis, who we both like. I pick 80-something, right? So there's still options I like, but... So yeah, we'll see how it goes and plays out. And we're underway here. Team one, Team Jonesy is on the clock. Christian McCaffrey off the clock. Team ten. I don't know what the hell Team Ten's doing. He's on auto pick though. Dalvin Cook at number two. Easy money. So you went Dalvin Cook. Easiest pick of your life here. Pick three. Team Boudet goes Saquon Barkley. Immediate shaking of the head from you. I mean, how can you take Saquon at three right now? You would have taken Kamara or Henry. Probably Henry. Probably a lot, a Henry. lot of the sharps I see have Kamara over Henry in full PPR leagues. And half PPR, I'll go Henry all day. Full PPR, are you going Kamara or Henry? Man, is it close. Ah, oh, man. Full PPR, I probably have to go Kamara. Cause, I mean, this guy, how is he just not going to get 70, 75 catches, right? I mentioned my concerns in the last episode of the Saints offense just totally just being a dumpster fire. So that concerns me, but... I mean, Kamara's workload will be there, so that's all That's all that really matters to me at this point. You want guys with solid workloads, and obviously everybody has that. Do you think Henry's safer, though? I mean, you said this your Saints offense could just be bad. If you have Taysom Hill playing, we don't know how the offense could operate. That could steal, you know, five, six touches a game. Well, that's the thing. I mean, can Derrick Henry be... I mean, the Saints offense could still be bad, but Kamara could get nine dump-offs a game, you know, if that's the case. If Taysom Hill is functionable but yeah I, I it's it's very I mean what would you do I think I would take Henry I just think he's slightly safer if it really depends if Jameis Winston's a quarterback that changes it up if Taysom Hill's playing behind center I think that could potentially steal eight to ten touches I'm on the clock here pick seven easiest pick of my life Ezekiel Elliott so just to recap McCaffrey one Cook two Saquon Barkley three Alvin Kamara, 4. Henry, 5. Devontae Adams went 6. Ezekiel Elliott, 7. Travis Kelsey, 8. 
pick nine on the clock. Four shy. What are you doing here? This seems like a tough spot. Yeah, Taylor, on paper, I guess, by the ESPN ranks, is the best running back. But I would have went Eckler, and that's and exactly did, and what he Taylor does. Taylor goes at 10. Eckler and Aaron Jones, for me, would have been the uh, the debate over Jonathan Taylor. I don't have any interest at Jonathan at Taylor at 10. So, first round's now over. Taylor at 10, Hill 11, Jones 12, Najee Harris. That's a good start. Team 12 goes Aaron Jones, Najee Harris. Yeah, I mean, that's just dominant. Dominant running back duo. How how can you hate that? Like, am I crazy to think that pick 12 is better than pick 2? I like pick 12. I might have went Nick Chubb there instead of Najee Harris just because I think Chubb's slightly safer but really can't go wrong. Here's a surprise. After Najee Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire goes, Stefan Diggs, Darren Waller, 2-4. Seems early, but man, I love me Darren Waller. You get the big time advantage at tight end. He's a receiver that you plug in at tight end. Is that too early for you, though? I think it's a little early. I mean, you got guys like Ridley, who we both love, still on the board. But if Waller's your guy, Waller's your guy, you know? So I went there. Joe Mixon. I was deciding between Joe Mixon and Antonio Gibson. I think Mixon has the more concrete workload. Who would you have went there, Mixon or Gibson? I think I would have went Gibson. I, I I mean, I think Mixon's going to have 25 touches, but the O-line concerns me. It really does. I think Antonio Gibson's in for a big, 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 big season. Our buddy over at the Blitz, Roto Grinders, said Antonio, Derek Cardi, that is, said to fade Antonio Gibson this year. He said he was dependent on the touchdowns. He said the turf toe lingering injury scares him. And he said he just doesn't know if he'll have that concrete workload like the rest of those guys. What's your counter-argument to that? My counter-argument is I'm just not buying it. I mean, I don't know. Like, he he was impressive last year. He came in kind of as this wide receiver out of college. He was learning the position on the fly. Did pretty decent. They said they want to get him more involved in the pass game, which is like his natural, his natural thing to do at this level. And he didn't really show it off yet. If Antonio Gibson is catching 50 or more or more balls this year, this guy's going to be a freaking beast. I am on the clock, and unfortunately, Calvin Ridley just went... I thought man, Blasco and Backyard DJP both had good value picks there. Hopkins and Ridley at the back end of round two is a great spot. Team Boo just took Josh Jacobs, early candidate for worst pick in the draft. I don't know who the kid is. Maybe he's listening right now. I hate the pick. Josh Jacobs in the second round is just a horrible value pick. I would have taken Darrell Henderson over him. I would have taken Chris Carson over him. I would have taken J.K. Dobbins over him. I would have taken David Montgomery over him. I would have taken DeAndre Swift over him. I would have taken Miles Sanders over him. I'm acting like he doesn't even exist in in drafts this year, honestly. You went with D.K. Metcalf. You took him over A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen. Yeah, I'm not a big D.K. guy, but... I'll take him. And then, look at this, man. Man, this is tough. A.J. Brown or Justin Jefferson. Or Keenan Allen. No consideration for my boy Keenan. He's in there. And this is a full PPR league. Remember that. I'm going A.J. Brown, man. I like the guy. He's explosive as hell. I also stated last episode, I think the Titans defense is going to be bad. They're going to have to throw more. Just have to. They have to throw more. Julio on the other side is going to help him out a little. I'm not concerned about Julio grabbing X amount of targets away from him like you are. I mean, DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown is one explosive wide receiver core I got going. So my next pick's looking tough here. I don't know what to do. I was looking at Justin Jefferson and Keenan Allen. Both of them went Boudet and backyard DJP. Backyard DJP again with a good pick there. He locked up Ridley and Keenan Allen. It's a nice little start for him, and I believe he has... Kamara, that's some start for him. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. I'm up on the clock now. Dare I start my draft with another running back here and lock up three horses? I mean, this is a tough pick, man. I I, I could grab Chris Carson in my flex, or I can go with Allen Robinson. I think he's, I guess, the clear-cut receiver right now to take. After that, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb. 
Oh, man, I don't feel comfortable going three running backs, but I think there's still value on the board here. Chris Carson, middle of round three, sounds real nice. I'm kind of regretting that Joe Mixon pick now because if I knew Carson was going to be there, I would have definitely went with Ridley. I'll go with Allen Robinson just because I don't want to start my draft three running backs. Yeah, I've tried that three running back experiment before. I'm just going to be taking too much of a hit at receiver. So should I have not taken Joe? Like, I'm in the middle of every pick, so it's not really like I can plan. If, if there's a guy there that I like, I almost have to take him. In hindsight, looking at how the draft shaped up, I would have loved to take DeAndre Hopkins or Calvin Ridley and then went with Chris Carson there. I would have liked how my team turned out a lot better. But whatever, it didn't work out like that. After I took Robinson, Patrick Mahomes off the board, Chris Carson, Amari Cooper, J.K. Dobbins, C.D. Lamb, Kyle Pitts, 4-1. There's another big-time reach. That's by, uh, actually, a local Belmore buddy. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's Sebastian Lamagra. I've met him one time playing basketball. All I remember was he was throwing up and he had to leave. Really? I remember him hitting the jewel, and then about 30 (laughs) minutes later, I remember him throwing up and he ruined our game. So, Sebastian... Um, I don't like to pick their pits too early for me, but you couldn't have gotten him on the way back. Are you sure about that? I'm not sure about that. Potentially could have got him on the swing back, but if you don't take that... If I he's mean, n- Kyle Pitts just went in the 30s. Yeah, it's way, 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 way too early. That's another candidate for worst pick of the draft. But he does have Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, C.D. Lamb, and Kyle Pitts. I mean, those first three picks are like Yeah, Jones, Harris, C.D. Lamb. I mean, if he takes... He passed on... Tyrell Henderson, Miles Gaskin went after. I don't think I would have he passed on it. our guy Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup just went. Good pick by Dublia. He went with Cup over Woods. My guy, maybe he's listening. Yeah, that's a good pick. So Rob Woods kind of falls right into my lap here. Just want to sur- check out the board. Any running backs there? Miles Sanders, free falling. Kind of a good spot for him. Whoever grabs him in round four. You think? Still, you take Miles Sanders? In fourth round, if I need a running back, sure. it's not the worst pick. I mean, technically, it's a value. Right on paper, but mm-hmm. man, I still want nothing to do with him. I'll grab Rob Woods. So my team right now looking like Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, Allen Robinson, Rob Woods. What do you think of that squad? Solid. It's a solid squad. I think it's a safe squad. And I think that's what you want to do. And you're, I mean, you're shaking your head like you don't think it's very safe. Outside of Joe Mixon, Zeke, Robinson, and Woods all seem safe. Safe, but I mean, Mixon has upside based on his workload, right? But, I mean, it wouldn't stun you if Mixon and Woods were just getting seven points a week for the first four months. No, I'm not worried about four weeks of the I'm season. I'm not worried about Rob Woods. The guy is a locked-in wide receiver, too, no matter what. And he's going to be sure better than he was last year. I mean, sure. he's a top 15 receiver. A little bit of a surprise. Travis Etienne goes over Miles Sanders. That's Team Blasco. What do you think about the pick there? Etienne, man. I mean, who the hell knows what's going to happen with this Jaguars offense. Some of these guys are going to pop and be awesome, awesome fantasy players. Others, not so much. And good luck trying to figure out who that is because I don't think Urban Meyer knows. I don't think anybody knows. So all the Jaguars are just straight lottery tickets for me. You think Jacksonville is going to throw the ball a lot? They could be amongst one of the league leaders in, in pass attempts. I mean, their defense is so bad, right? But last year, you know, I had DJ Shark, and I'm watching the Jags on Red But he had Gardner Minshew. He did, but I mean, you would think he would have some garbage points when they're down 20, but no, James Robinson scored every damn time. I am on the clock. Now, I could pair my wideouts with their... their uh, Robins right here. I got DK and AJ Brown, Julio, and Lockett are there. A lot of receivers still on the board. I can't fathom taking a receiver in the first round. I know Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs look good on paper, but look at the value still here. End of round four, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, two guys that we like. Yeah, I'm going Lockett here. I'm basically locking up, I think, the Seattle passing game. Now, you tend to not really lean that way. You don't love putting your eggs all in one basket. Now you have that whole entire Seattle offense, practically. You might as well draw Russell Wilson. That's some receiver core, Lockett, Metcalf, Brown. But you're going to struggle at that RB2. Will I, though? It depends what you do on your your swing back here. Mike Davis in two rounds? Well, you got to take Mike Davis pretty much right here. 
No worries. Miles Sanders just went. Blockhead over Sanders, easy pick there. Not even a question. You have no interest in Miles just Sanders. No interest. No interest. You're gonna have to go Mike Davis here round five. Nah. He's not gonna make it back. That's fine, I'll keep waiting then. I'm not gonna re- what's wrong with Trace Edmonds? Like can Trace Edmonds make it to me in two rounds? Probably so what do you do here? You don't go fourth receiver, do you? And when you draft an early in that one to three pick, I really like grabbing a tight end. It really makes that position. It just gives you that advantage. I loved Reverend Darren Waller there at the back end of round two, early round three, if possible. He he went much earlier than that. This is a tough pick. I think I think it's an easy pick. I'm taking Mike yeah, Davis. I'm going Mikey D. DJ Mikey you D. You needed the running back too, and and that kind of solidifies a pretty solid starting lineup now for you. Got Dalvin Cook, Mike Davis, DK, AJ Brown, and Lockett. 5-1, Team Jones went Brandon Ayuk over Deontay Johnson, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin. What do you think about that? We know Ayuk has the upside. There's a lot of mouths to feed in that San Fran offense. You think George Kittle leads the, the, the trio in targets. San Fran continues to use Debo Samuel. We think they're going to be run heavy. It's going to be hard to see Ayuk and Kittle both be top options. But what, 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 what do you got on Ayuk? I mean, I don't want to say you're an Ayuk hater, but I'm definitely not on the train as you know to where he's going in drafts. I don't know. I think Ayuk's pretty damn talented just overall. And where he's going in drafts, I think it's just a bet on his talent. This guy's a stud. We saw, you know, I know you bring up, oh, he did it without Debo Samuel and Kettle. Well, at least he did it, right? And he did it with Nick Mullins and Garoppolo on one leg, whatever his deal was, so... I mean, he showed that he was a stud last year. Like, why would they just go to Debo? I, like, Debo's good, but like, they're going to want to get the ball in Ayuk's hands too, no? Like, he showed he's freaking good. Like, they're not just not going to use him. I love Blasco. 5-5, Deontay Johnson. That's just a terrific pick. Fell right in his lap. Julio Jones, that's who I was eyeing. Just went Team Leach. Back-to-back good picks. I am in a tough spot here. I can go Chris Godwin. I can go Jamar Chase. T. Higgins also on my radar. Tight end, the guys are gone. I would have went with Hawkinson or Andrews. Both are gone. And we know Sebastian took Andrews. We, we know Sebastian took Pitts about a week ago. Chase Edmonds or Chris Godwin? What do you think? What do I do here, man? This is a tough pick. Best player on the board for you, in my opinion. It's Chris Godwin. Is. It's Godwin for you? Interesting. You're on Godwin now? I'm not on Godwin, but it seems like a decent spot to get him. I really don't love that pick. I was kind of picking at like a big tier there. Who would you have went? I don't love the pick. I don't think it was a good spot. I mean, I got to go with Godwin over Chase, Higgins, and Galladay, though. Do you? I don't have to, actually. (laughs) Do you? I, I mean, mean, that's I, a tough pick, man. I feel man. like I'm not alone on this Chase Edmonds. I could have like went Chase Island, Edmonds, but... but I'm going to take Chris Godwin over Chase Edmonds, man. I mean, may, maybe in the full PPR, I, it could have been, could have benefited me to grab that third running back. But, I mean, my targets pretty much all went back-to-back. I was looking at Mike Davis, you took him, TJ Hawkinson, Deontay Johnson, Julio Jones, the four guys I was eyeing. Yeah, I mean, no T. Higgins love for you? I like T. Higgins, I do. I, and he just went right after me by Dublia. Dublia went with Higgins. I mean, Higgins or Chase, like, they're, they're both... I mean, flip a coin. Flip a coin, that's a tough one. I guess I'll take Chase if they were both in the same spot. Like, if, like there, I had the choice of both of them. Chase just went 5'11 by Go Giants. Kenny Galladay goes 5'12 by Sebastian. Pretty good spot to get Galladay. End of round 5. I know you're off, Kenny. Do you like him back end of round 5? I don't want anything to do with him. I Why really not? Don't. He's already hurt one, to, you know. That that hurts his value. That's a not a bit. concern I mean, that could be for a me. Really, injury. the injury, you know, the injuries aren't really a concern for me to be honest. But it doesn't help. There's just so many mounts to feed in this Giants offense. The O line stinks. Like, or, do you like Daniel Jones at all? Does anybody like Daniel Jones at all? Is any like the offense is run by freaking Jason Garrett? You know, like, are we really believe Jason Garrett, Daniel Jones, a bad offensive line, not a recipe for success, in my opinion. Sebastian follows up as Kenny Galladay with Javante Williams at 6-1. J- 
Javante was your guy a few weeks ago. Is he still your guy at 6'1"? A little early. I mean, he was my guy at what? An ADP of like 100 and mm-hmm. wherever he was at. Nah, I think the hype's getting a little out of control to an extent. Because Over Chase Edmonds seems like a stretch. Yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon can still be the starter in week one, you know? And he's going 50 round picks there. I mean, 50 picks overall about. A few questionable picks after Javante. I like Robbie Anderson at 6'2". I prefer to get him in round seven. But round six, I mean, as your, arguably as your first guy off the bench, that's a great pick. Cortland Sutton goes 6-3. We're a little lower on Sutton. I'd rather have Judy. Then Brandon Cooks goes. That's way too early. Followed by James Robinson. That is just eons too early. <laughs> I could still grab Chase Edmonds here. I'm thinking Edmonds. I'm thinking I I, I got to go. Odell on the board. Odell is my wideout four, man. And then if you go to quarterback, and I hate taking quarterback early, but Lamar Jackson's still there. And I like Lamar this year. Is Lamar a value pick here, round six? I think it's fair value. I think it's fair. I'm going to lock up the third running back, Chase Edmonds here, especially being that this is a PPR league. Can never have enough. Can never have enough running backs. I was debating Edmonds in round five. I'll gladly take him in round six. He's got a seems like he's got a good floor in a full PPR league, and we know he's got upside. My pause or my cause for concern with Edmonds is he's really never had the workload. Yeah, but I mean, he's been in the league, what, two to three years, and he's only had a role for a year or two. He's not going to get 250 carries. That's not why you're drafting him. Mm-hmm. Can he be a little Austin Eckler? little poor man's Austin Eckler? I think so, absolutely. Team Forsyth going Brandon Cooks and Team Dublia going James Robinson over Jace Edmonds makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. I mean, I like Cooks, but... Brandon Cooks has no upside. Stop. I mean, Deshaun Watson's not playing. He's I think he's a better chance. His ADP. In round six, does he? I mean, he's got Tyrod Taylor throwing the ball. I was looking this up. Tyrod's averaging like 140 yards per game. Look at the offenses, though. He was on good defensive teams. They don't want Tyrod throwing the ball 40 times a game. That's and they still don't. Houston's going to have to. No? They're going to be down 30 Listen, if Deshaun Watson was playing... I would have Brandon Cooks. Put it this way. Who's catching the ball in Houston? Somebody is going to physically have to catch a football at some point during the season. Yeah, if you look at that depth chart, it is as bad as it gets. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's the art. Like, who is getting yards in Houston? They just traded for... Uh, well, they got Miller. Kiki Kote. They have Dwayne Miller. They got uh, Nico Collins, the rookie, getting some yeah, buzz in camp. Collins. Isaiah Coulter. Believe they have over there. Chris Connolly. Another questionable pick comes up. So Leach goes with Dak Prescott. Blasco goes with Michael Thomas. Six, eight. I mean, you're taking a guy that's not going to play until week eight over Odell Beckham. Candidate for worst pick. I got to go check out Blasco's team. Is Blasco trolling? No, because he's got a good team outside of that pick. Okay. He's got Henry, Etienne, Hopkins, Deontay Johnson, George Kittle, Mike Thomas. What do you think about that team? I didn't hear a word you said because I'm on the clock. Jerry Judy, 6'10". Get your guy, man. Get your guy. Judy over Claypool. I mean, at this point, they're all pretty close. Claypools, Judys, Chenaults, Charks, Boyds. I don't know if I'd ever do this in a real draft. Just for the sake of it, I wait on quarterbacks, but it just happened this way, man. I got Lockett. I got DK. Give me the full-on Seattle Arsenal. I'm going Russ Wilson. I mean, why not at that point? You already got all your eggs in Seattle's basket. I mean, if they stink, you're done already. And if they're good, you... I mean, if they're anything what they were from the first half of the season, my team's going to be 8-0. Yeah, you would probably go 8-0. Like, actually 8-0. Because DK would have a 30-point week, or Lockett would have a Wilson over Lamar is a big Well, time I'm doing point. it for the stack. Yeah, you're doing it for the stack. Juju Smith, 6-12. Yawn. Team Jones follows it up with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, how can you take Aaron Rodgers over Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I mean, I might just take Lamar again to be an A.O., but... I'm ta- if Lamar's there, I almost have to take him here at this spot. I gotta go with my guy Tyler Boyd. We'll get into him. Shortly here in the next episode, but well, I mean, let's get into him right now. All right, Tyler Boyd. All right, to me, you're over projecting. I mean, you like all these Cincy receivers to finish top 28, but you don't love Joe Burrow. I mean, I 
I'm not obsessed with Burrow. I just they're gonna have to throw fifty like you said, they're gonna have to throw forty times a game. I'm a little weary on Burrow, but I think all the I mean, is wide receiver thirty like that good of a season? Like no, it's wide receiver three. In a normal league it's a flex. Who's your what? Wide receiver four? He's my wide receiver four, yes. I'm on love with that. I think I think that's ranked appropriately. He's a yeah, back fun. end wide receiver three. I mean, I don't really want to start him every week. Yeah, it's bye week filler. My I'm more than if I'm in a pinch, I'll I'll get my Tyler Boyd stats ready and roar in the next episode. But Tyler Boyd could get me ten points in a fill in if I'm in a pinch. So Please. another candidate for worst pick in the draft. Here's a good pick. Team Booed goes with I've said this guy's name. In like four different ways. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Booty? Lamar Jackson, 7-3. Great, great value. A ton of sharks. Backyard DJP, who I was giving props earlier. He started his team, Kamara, Ridley, Keenan Allen. He just went real for net. I'd have to be on crystal meth <laughs> to draft Leonard Fournette in round seven. And I agree, there's not much talent there, but over Mostert, over Damian Harris, over Zach Moss, over James Conner, over Ronald Jones, over Michael Carter, man, I don't know about that. I mean, could you imagine just clicking Fournette's name at any point? Like I said, I would have to be on crystal meth. Yes, you make a good point. But I mean, ugh. Tough pick for me here. I would have went Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to. Now I'm just going to completely wait on quarterback. I could grab Damian Harris as my RB5. I could grab Michael Carter as my RB5. I don't think Michael Carter will make it back, though. Uh, Tough pick here. I'm going to go snag. I like the Jacksonville receivers. They're gonna Like we said, they're going to throw the ball a ton. It's tough to project that offense, though. I'll go with DJ Chark over Chenault. My one concern with Chenault, and he went right after, is that could Travis Etienne play that slot role and just, you know, kill Chenault's fantasy value? I think maybe to an extent, and we'll get into the Jags just like everybody else, but I think the one odd man out in this offense, and it pains me to say it, I think it could be DJ Chark. I think it could be Urban Meyer did not exactly give him, you know... A vote of confidence in the offseason. He said he played small. Don't want to hear that. This is a guy that you loved last year. I love Shark, and I like his talent, but, man, like, if the coach doesn't like you before you even step on the field, it's kind of an issue, no? Especially since they brought in Marvin Jones. You know that, you know, this... Marvin Jones is a terrific, terrific value. Yeah, you know this coaching staff likes Marvin Jones, right? You you brought him in. He's going to play. Then you got Huncho Visca, ETN, gets murky real quick. Ah, man. Go Giants. I knew I should have went with Michael Carter. That's a good pick, man. I thought I could have got Carter on the swing back. Great pick by Go Giants. And now I'm going to go right into his team quick. Clyde Edwards, Dobbins, Hill, Thielen, Chase, Robbie Anderson, Damian Harris, Mike Carter. I mean, this guy just picked up. Carter is his RB4. He's got a safe Damien Harris. He's got four solid receivers. I don't love Dobbins as my running back two, and I don't love Clyde as my running back one. I think he started off a little shaky, but I think, I think he, he made, panicked. Did he panic? I think he made up for it with, I mean, I like that bench. Robbie Anderson, Damien Harris, Michael Carter. You got upside. You got some safe guys on that bench. I think he's doing a good job there. Damien Harris before Michael Carter. And a full little, PPR little league, yeah. After Carter, Melvin Gordon off the board. All of a sudden, Melvin Gordon seems like he's becoming a decent value. Until he gets probably shipped off in two weeks. Antonio Brown, Zach Moss follows. Man, that Michael Carter pick really messed me up. I wanted to grab four running backs, four wideouts to start. I'm going to grab my wide receiver five here. Devonta Smith as my wide receiver five. I know he's hurt. I know he has a sprained MCL. But, I mean, the upside is oozing... As my wide receiver of five, you're shaking your head. I mean, you must really like him, man. If this He's is my a... wide receiver of five. Sure, sure. But, I mean, I don't know, man. You're a rookie. You're already hurt in camp. Like, the, the, I'm not saying the transition's difficult. But it's, it's the certainly Eagles not... The Eagles traded up to get him. I understand. He won the Heisman. We know he's got a boatload of talent. He's the number one receiver. I have major question marks with Jalen Hurts' inability to really throw the ball, but it's a small sample size. 
I just think there's upside. I mean, if it doesn't turn out, you would you would take Smith or Gallup. Gallup went to pick after. I don't. Ah, man. Your boy Curtis Samuel was on the board too. Yeah, I'm gonna take Devonta Smith over Samuel. Curtis Samuel starting to slightly move down my board. He was he was on the pup list. He was battling an injury. Then he was on the COVID list. Now all of a sudden. Adam Humphreys is supposedly working magic with, no pun intended, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, that connection just doesn't shock me whatsoever. No, I mean, they played together in 2019. It really pisses me off, honestly. Well, they did play together in 2019 when when Fitzpatrick was on Tampa. After Smith, Michael Gallup goes, David Johnson. Like, Michael Gallup, listen, I like Michael Gallup. I think he's a good value. The upside's there if one of the guys gets hurt. But that's the key word. If one of the guys gets hurt. I mean, Michael Gallup is, no questions asked, at best, the third best target in this offense. Will Devonta Smith lead the team in targets? Probably. I mean, he should. I'm getting that as my wide receiver five. Damn it. Go Giants. Messed up my whole draft. I could have went Michael Carter instead of DJ Chark. It's all apples now. Here's a here's an interesting name. Round eight, pick nine, backyard DJP. I feel like I keep bringing him up. Jalen Waddell seems to me like a good late dart throw. I'm kind of in on him. I really am. I mean, just from watching the Dolphins, Jakeem Grant did a lot of interesting things for him in that weird role. You had Lynn Bowden last year, who was actually somewhat fantasy relevant. If Waddell takes over that type of role and more, this guy's going to hes gonna be good. Drafted sixth overall, right? The pedigree's there. He flies I have no problem with Waddle. I'm on the clock. I don't know if I should be taking another wide receiver you here. You like Waddle better than Fuller? I don't like Will Fuller, man. I don't like Will Fuller. I need a running back. I'm going pure upside right here. Trey Sermon. Another guy I was eyeing out. I got to take a running back here. I'm getting a little thin with Dalvin and Mike Davis. Give me Trey Sermon. As your RB3. The upside's All day there. Long. Yeah, another guy I was targeting. This pick seven's tough, man, because you really have to almost reach if you want a guy. I think it's my first time picking pick seven. I don't. I'm not in love with it. I think the middle part of the draft is like the worst spot. It's tough, man. I mean, class act MD fantasy took less spot available, and that's what I get. Keep patting yourself on the shoulder, eh? We both still don't have a tight end. I, I could, I don't want to sound ridiculous, but I could literally care less who my tight end is this year. Am I crazy or? Yeah, you are. I'm being crazy. that no tight ends were usable. I mean, if once you miss out in that top six, just be the last guy to take a tight end. Yeah, I mean, so I'm not crazy. You said I was crazy. Well, if you missed the big six, see, I thought you had some good opportunities to take tight ends and you passed on him. Darren Wall, to me, is the easiest pick of all time back into round two. He wasn't there for you. You went with Trey Sermon over Ronald Jones. Any hesitation there? You like Jonesy at all? Not at all. Not at all. I'm fading Tampa. Fading Tampa this year. You might be like, why? Tampa's going to be a good offense. There's just too many mouths. Too many mouths. On the contrary to that, there is a lot of mouths to feed, but you have to think their offense is going to be really good. Tom Brady is projected to finish fourth in the NFL in passing yards. So somebody's going to have to catch balls there. I understand there's a lot of guys. I don't love Evans or Godwin, but to me, they're they're fine wide receiver twos. Are you pumping your fist when you get them on Well, I didn't pump my fist when I got Chris Godwin so far, so not really. You didn't really give him a vote of confidence. In my flex, though, I mean, is Chris Godwin bad in your flex? I mean, I guess not, but where you took him, I don't know where you took him, but like... Took him round five. It's a fair value, like, I guess, but it's just like... Oh, you went with Jamal Williams, 9-2. I like Jamal Williams, man. Yeah, man, Jamal Williams over James Conner. That's a head-scratcher for me. Why? James, James Conner's Conner? going to get 100 more touches James in him. James Conner has shown next to nothing in the NFL. You took him sure. third round last year, I so did, enough to take him screwed. third round. And I got screwed, and I'm done. I'm not taking him anymore, ever again. Still, the, the value on quarterbacks is absurd. I mean... Brady, Tannehill, Burrow, Hurts, and Stafford, and even Lawrence, all still there. Even, um, what if Trey Lance is like the starter by week two? I mean, he's easily top 14. Mm-hmm. It's not high. Trey Lance is going to shoot up draft boards. I, shoot. I, I know I sound like the schedule guy. I mentioned schedules. Am I over the top with it? Yes, maybe to some degree. But I just use it to split minor hairs, right? Minor, minor hairs. But I got to say, San Fran's schedule 
is absolutely insane. It is insanely good. Easy schedule in the NFL. It is absolutely ridiculous. Before I said I'm tanking tight end, but I think this is a good spot to maybe grab Noah Fant. You like Fant? I don't love Fant, but I don't like Jazeki. I don't like John of Smith. I do like Irv Smith. I don't like Hunter Henry. I don't like Ebron. I don't like Ingram. I don't like Winkowski. I don't like Cooper. So I'm running out of options. So why not just wait? And take who? Like, am I getting out of bed for anybody here? I got five receivers. And I'll take James Conner. You bullied me into that one. How? Just, yeah, I mean, I'm not getting out of bed for Noah Font. There's a lot of mouths to feed, and we don't know how good that offense is going to be. Here's my... If, I, if Noah Font's there in the swing back, I'm going to have to take him. I'm not expecting him to be there, though. A lot of people are going to have this problem at tight end. Mike Williams. Team Major goes oh, with our guy, God. Mike Williams. That was a guy I was looking at on the swing back as well. I hate pick seven. If you draft pick <laughs> seven, good luck. I want to pull up Team Major's team now after that Mike Williams pick. Give me a quick grade, just right off the bat. Kyler Murray, John Taylor, Darrell Henderson, Stefan Diggs, Amari Cooper, Logan Thomas, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, Mike Williams, and then he just took Marquise Brown. I think you got some guys I love and guys I hate. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Interesting team. A lot of mixed results there. So Noah Font did fall to me. Quarterback. Still a lot of quarterbacks there. I'm going to have to go Noah Font here. Too good to pass up. He's got upside. He's got top seven upside, I think. I think he's probably my seventh tight end. And I just got him super late. Pick one. Round ten, I got him. Good value for no offense. Here's my thing on tight end. I, A lot of people are going to have this. They're going to say, oh, I don't have a tight end in round eight, round nine. Let me just take a tight end. My advice, I'm not doing that. I'm just completely tanking tight end. Because there's guys that I like there late. I agree with you. Adam Troutman, Tyler Higbee, and Irv Smith are the three that pop off the page to me. Even Ferkser. And Ferkser, too. Yeah, Nobody's no, going to take Ferkser in your draft, unless they're on their shit, to be honest with you. Nobody's going to take Ferkser. He's as free as it gets. It is okay to come out of a draft and realizing, okay, I have a tight end problem, because guess what? First tight end that pops on waivers, you could make a play for. What if you made a play on Tanya last year, and you were super weak at tight end? Boom. You got your tight end. Or even Logan Thomas. Here's a good pick. Team Blasco. Darnell Mooney. 10-8. I like Mooney. We like Mooney as a late dart throw. Any receivers you would have taken over there? I mean, receivers seems to really thin out. Rieger, Beasley, Hilton, Hardman, Paris Campbell, Devontae Parker, Jacoby, Meyer, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. No, I'm fine with Mooney. So you, you're, you're talking about this tanking tight end, and then you go with Irv Smith round 10. <laughs> Is that tanking a tight end, though? I, I mean, mean, you tanked. I got Font 10-6, and you, t- and you, and you kind of... I think I'd rather Irv, honestly. I don't That's know. a close one. They're back-to-back for me in my rankings. I would tell you one thing. I'm definitely taking both of them over Mike Jacecki, who went one pick before you. I mean, Irv Smith, I, tight end 13, I'd consider that tanking almost. No. Was he the 13th tight end taken? Yeah. And I'd probably, to end my draft, I'll probably throw a dart at Higby Troutman. Or yeah, I'm, I'm throwing a dart as well. A.J. Dillon, 10-12. I think he's got sneaky weekly upside. Could he get 8 to 10 touches a game and play that Jamal Williams role? He's not going to be using the passing game like Williams was, but could he be the goal line back? Could he get 8 to 10 touches per? I think more, I don't mean to nitpick and sound ridiculous, but I think it's like more 5 to 7. No. Mm-hmm. No, eight to ten's high. Yeah, Paris Campbell goes eleven one. I would have to be, and I don't want to overuse the crystal meth term, so I won't use it again. I'd have to be on. It's another good drug. I'd have to be on. Acid. I'd have to be on infinity. I'd have to be on acid to draft Paris Campbell. And you got him in the 11th round, so there's upside. But over T.Y. Hilton, I would have to be on, like, Anthony. Why not? Is Pittman still on the board? Pittman's gone. Uh, nobody's taken a defense yet. I think, does that deserve a round of applause? I think we're drafting with some sharps. Yeah, it's good to see. Madison, 11-2, you grabbed your handcuff. Bood gets Stafford, 11-3. My guy went. Burrow goes 11-6, which means I probably should go quarterback now, and I'm screwed. This happens quite often with you, huh? Did somebody go in auto draft? When did all these quarterbacks go? How many quarterbacks have been taken? There's how do you look at this? Yeah, I think a few guys are now on auto draft now that we're late. I mean, can't you guys just finish out the damn draft? <laughs> how many quarterbacks? How did you show this? How many quarterbacks have went? I literally just count. 
Like 13 quarterbacks went. I'm not anticipating that happen in a 12-man league. So you guys really just boned me over. Now while I was counting that, I'm going to get auto-picked. I have a good... Uh, so I'm just going to have to take Lawrence so I don't get auto-picked. I have a good proposition for this. I heard it from a guy on PFF. Uh, the Vikings, early schedule, super cake. You draft Kirk Cousins, last round or whatever. You snag Trey Lance... So you stream Cousins for the first few weeks of the season because they got they play like the Lions, the Falcons, so, just something absolutely ridiculous. And then you got Trey Lance. If he comes in, you got a top 12 guy, I think, right away. What do you think about that? I think I'm shook. I didn't hear a word you say because no, I, cool. I, I'm starting Trevor Lawrence. But, yeah, I mean, if the Vikings do have a cake work schedule, Claypool's back in. So that, yeah, I told you. Is that him? Thief. That was in no, the spot? Claypool is not and I believe that is James Washington. No, that wasn't James Washington. Under him. Yeah, James Washington's in No, there. it wasn't James Washington. It was somebody else. I mean, whoever's playing quarterback just missed Washington on a Mason I mean, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph should be kicked into a new planet. <laughs> so last pick's coming up here. Russell Gage, that was my guy I was looking at. I would have went Gage. I mean, Gage is a walking four catches for 45 yards. I mean, still value here. Rashad Bateman still on the board. Sterling Shepard still on the board. I like Sterling. So do I. Latavius Murray, I mean, good handcuffs there too. I think Latavius has, not flex value, maybe in deep leagues, but... And when did Pollard go? I missed my handcuff on Pollard. This is the list. Oh, no, we still have two more rounds. Your draft has absolutely gotten out of your hands. I just don't remember all this stuff happening. Take Rashad Bateman. And and is this ESPN clock moving faster than I anticipated? I mean, am I getting 30 picks and everyone else is getting 45? Rashad Bateman's somebody I don't mind taking late. I think he could re- lead the receiving corpse over there. But, I mean, once again, I was pressed for time. You I would, like, you would like take Sh- Shepard over Bateman? I mean, it depends what I'm looking for, I guess. If I want safe, I'll go Sterling. If I want mo- to the moon upside, I'll go Bateman. But I want to know who has two quarterbacks. You just really messed my whole damn draft up. I was looking at the board, and I mean, obviously, this is not a real draft. So if I knew that three teams didn't have quarterbacks, I I, I probably would have been more inclined to go Matt Stafford. Yeah, I'm I'm st- I do not. Feel confident with Trevor Lawrence as my quarterback week one. Why though? I thought I kind of got you. On just that. not getting me out of bed, man. He's always facing the Texans. I mean, now we got Baker Mayfield going. Like, why are people taking two quarterbacks? You're just screwing me over. I do have the sneaky Lawrence to charge stack. There you go. If it doesn't happen week one, then you could just cut them both. What do I want to do here? I want to shoot for another. Running back, I think. Give me the Gus Bus. So I've got, I've been on a running back absolute tsunami. Russell Wilson, Dalvin Cook, Mike Davis, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Irv Smith, Tyler Lockett. I really like that starting lineup. I think that's just oozing with upside. Obviously, there's a big downside to the Seattle guys, but man. Followed by Tyler Boyd, Trey Sermon. Jamal Williams, Alexander Madison, Latavius Murray, Gus Edwards, a bunch of lotto tickets on your bench, a bunch of lotto tickets that you can't use unless a starter goes down. Isn't I mean, that I guess. what you want in the 15th round? Whatever round we're in? I'm on the clock again. These picks come up fast, man. These picks come up fast. I don't even remember who's on my team at this point. I mean, look how deep tight end. I don't want to say how deep tight end is, but I mean. Higby is still there. Pick 150. Troutman. Ferk Daddy. Jarwin getting some buzz lately. Listen, I don't want to take Tevin Coleman, but to get a starting running back is not the worst. I mean, is he starting? By default, I'll just go Sterling Shepard. I got a lot of receivers, man. I got a lot of receivers. I got four wideouts. I got seven. Is that any pause for concern? Yes. My four wideouts are pause for concern. Oh, no. My seven wideouts, I meant. I mean, I... Listen, I'm pressed for time here. I probably would not have went Bateman and Shepard. I'm telling you, ever since I had to take Lawrence, I've been shook. I'll wrap my draft up with a quarterback. Tua off the board. Brian Edwards by Sebastian. He's a name that's gotten some uh, camp buzz. I mean, he's been comped to frickin' Terrell Owens, apparently. Like, let's calm down. But yes, he's gotten camp buzz. Tight ends flying off the board. 
quarterbacks flying off the board. Washington defense! Was that the first defense off the board? I'll finish my uh, Trey Lance. Wrap my team up with Trey Lance. Grab the upside back. I'm heading in with Lance and Lawrence. Sneaky? I don't think there's a problem there. I would have really liked if I had Stafford. You'd feel more safe, that's for sure. And I would have had that Stafford and Woods, man. So that Stafford and Woods stack, Stafford and Cup stack is so attainable. I know, and I really wanted that too. So we're finished here. I mean, outside of defense and kicker, I won't even take one. Quickly glance through a few teams and tell me who you like, who you don't like. Can I just make my last pick here as a tight end? Really put the cherry on top of my squad. It's going to be Mr. Ferk Daddy. Or Higby. No, I'll go Higby. Like, I, this is what I mean. Like, I pick 167. Higby is still on the board. Yeah. I mean, you could literally not even care about tight end. Yeah, but Higby could be a zero. Sure, but... And then what do you do? Listen, I, t- I tanked tight end last year. I went with Higby. I went with the dream team of Higby and... What's his first name? Hayden Hurst. And I was reaching for tight end all year, man. That's not a position I want to be in again. Higby is your tight end two, sure, round 14. He, on paper, looks better than he did last year. And you're getting him at a major discount, so I do like it. You're wrapped up here. Check out some of the teams. Give me a team you like. I think backyard DJP has an interesting starting lineup. Brady, Kamara, Hunt, Ridley, Allen, Andrews, Beckham. Pull his team up. Hunt, what's his team name? Well, pull it up. Backyard DJP. I hated his Fournette pick. I don't, hated his pit. I, I hate his bench. I hate his bench. He went completely wrong on his bench. I don't like Hunt and Odell together. Is that weird yeah, for no, me to say? Yeah, no, that's too much Browns. I agree. Andrews is... I just love that Keenan Ridley stack. Yeah, that's sick. But after that, I'm... Team 12, Sebastian. I mean, this guy picked Pitts at what? Third round? <laughs> I think it was 4-1. It was freaking early. He's got Aaron Jones, Najee, CeeDee Lamb, Galladay I don't like, Herbert. I don't think anybody's down on Herbert, right? From a fantasy standpoint, where you got him is a totally different thing. Javante in the flex. Debo, Eli Moore. I I mean, I don't like Galladay and Pitts where you got him. I think this team could have been absurd. And it tailed off after the first few rounds. Yeah, no, his first three picks were just I mean, terrific. I, you literally... That is just an amazing first three. Matt Gay off the board at pick 188. What do you think about him kicking? I think... Um, <laughs> I think Go Giants has an interesting team. His starting quarterback is Tua. Talk about punting the position. Yeah, you can't be serious with that. He started in John o. Smith at his tight end. Was this guy in the league? In the uh, fan following? Who knows? He stole my Michael Carter pick, and I don't think he did anything else positive the rest of the draft. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what round he took these guts. And, I mean, I guess Tyreek went first round. Then Clyde second, Dobbins third. Uh, Here's an interesting team. This, this dude, Forsyth, really boned me. I don't like his receivers, actually. Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Chris Carson. He had a good start, then it just nosedives. Brandon Cooks and Chenault as his two receivers. He rounds it out with Waller at tight end, Gaskin at flex, Antonio Brown, Corey Davis, T.Y. Hilton on his bench. So you took Waller and Allen probably early, and you paid for it. The Josh Allen pick hurt him. You paid for it because your wide receivers are just guys I don't mind. But, I mean, starters? Oof. Team Dublia is heading into week one with James Robinson as a starter. You can't feel too good about that. rest of his team is actually, on paper, pretty solid. I don't love Fuller and the flex. But Chubb, Cup, Higgins, Kelsey, Mahomes. He's got the Kelsey-Mahomes stack. That's just a terrific stack. He's got safe and Chubb. It's we a love terrific Cup. stack. We like Higgins, but we don't like taking mm. Mahomes mm. in round three. Or James Robinson in what? Round 7? Round six. He took him pretty early, I think. Yeah, James Robinson went over. See, if you're in that position, Chase Edmonds. Man, All right, give me rundown Team Dodino. Team Dodino. I think I got a solid team, man. Lawrence at QB or whoever you want. Zeke, 
Mixon, A-Rob Woods. That first four is solid as solid could be. Fant, we went over. I'm not in love with Godwin, but you could play Chase Edmonds there or Shark. Devonta Smith, you got pretty decent depth. You got your freaking crush, James Conner. I think you got a solid team. Yeah, I think my team's solid. Here's an interesting team when Michael Thomas comes back. Team Blasco, who overdrafted Michael Thomas severely, but I like the rest of his team. Tannehill, Henry, Etienne, Hopkins, Deontay Johnson, George Kittle. He's got Claypool on his bench. He's got David Johnson on his bench. But Darrell Mooney on his bench as well. If you replace Michael Thomas, and I just want to go back and see who we took Michael Thomas over. I think Michael Thomas is undraftable. He took Michael Thomas over Odell, Judy, Boyd. Claypool. I mean, he got Claypool too. If you put Beckham in that flex, to me, that's a real good team. Is, it, is that a hot take? Michael Thomas is undraftable. I mean, where would you take him? I, I don't think I would. That's what I'm saying. I think he's undraftable. I mean, I wasn't high on him with Taysom Hill as the starter whatsoever. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't even on him to begin with. He's gonna be out for who knows how long. Then when he comes back, are you even gonna be? You're going to feel comfortable playing him. He's going to hold up a roster spot depending on your league. If you know you have an IR spot or whatever, you could throw him on there. If he's out, which he will be, it's just like, I don't know, he's a waste of space at the moment, you know? And you're going to feel confident playing this guy in week eight. So go to pick history. So the draft has now come, come to an end. We'll go to pick history. How the hell do I do that? Let's go through your worst and best picks of the first few rounds. Round one, it's tough to have a best pick. What's your worst pick in round one? Barkley at three? Yeah, I think. And what do you think of Taylor going at ten? I mean, no Wentz now. I can't take John Taylor over Aaron Jones right now. Really over Najee Harris, over Nick Chubb as well. Yeah, I think Taylor might be that that top 13 running backs I talk about. Taylor might be number 13 right now. Well, the problem with Taylor is you have to think when Carson Wentz isn't playing and now a banged-up offensive line, they're going to have a lot of negative game script, and he's not used as a passing back. True, but don't you still think he's going to get the ball 15 I think they're going to stink. Jacob Easton starting. Their defense isn't bad. It's not... So, so round two... Definitely worrisome, though, but... Round two, Josh Jacobs for me. Bunt, worst pick. I think Nick Chubb was my favorite pick here. You got a middle of round two. I would take him in round one. He's safe as it gets, and we know we like going safe. Worst pick? Waller at 16? That is early. I know you like Waller. Him on the way back. I wouldn't want to take Waller there, but... I mean, Waller over Ridley, to me, is just a little, little insane. All right, round three. Just give me a pick that stands out to you. I mean, Mahomes going off the board at pick 32 seems... That's going to be the norm in home leagues, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Worst pick? Nothing here to me stands out. I don't love Swift, but at 30, you know, not a bad spot for him. I don't love Dobbins, but Yeah, I think this 35. is a pretty normal-looking round, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And jump into round four right off the bat, Kyle Pitch. Jumps off the page. I mean, Kyle Pitts doesn't even have a freaking head photo yet. Yeah, round four is absurd for Kyle Pitts. I mean, you're projecting. You're taking him round four. You better hope he's the best rookie tight end to ever step foot on planet Earth. Because that's what you're taking him at at 4-1. Which is possible, but even if that's the case, I mean, 4-1 could still be early. Anything else stand out to you? ETN goes round four. Early. Early, right? Definitely early. Mike Evans... DJ Moore, Miles Sanders fell. Yeah, Big the last time. pick of round four. You passed on him for Lockett. Gladly. Let's go to round five. Brandon Ayuk jumps off the page for me, 5-1. I don't hate Ayuk, but, I mean, taking him over Deontay Johnson makes no sense to me. Over Julio Jones doesn't make much sense to me. Chris Godwin doesn't make, like, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, even Kenny Galladay. Those guys are close for me, but took him over a lot of talent. I don't think it's as blasphemous as you're making it out to be, personally. I don't think it's blasphemous, but well, over Deontay know. Johnson. You just said it was it was insane to take him over Julio. Over, to take him over Deontay Johnson is blasphemous. Is it? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I don't... I, I mean, I'd rather Deontay. I don't think it's blasphemous. Allen and Murray go round five. Not a horrible spot for those guys, but we're not taking the quarterback there. I mean, Allen in round five seems like a solid value. 
Kareem Hunt also went round five. Too early? Probably. Probably. Rolling I, in... Sorry, cut you off. No, I think if you take Kareem Hunt as your RB2, it's a little panicky, no? Mm-hmm. A little panicky. Rolling in round six. Few guys pop off the page. A lot of bad picks in this round. James Robinson should be executed for taking James Robinson in round six. I mean, that's just... Terrible. Michael Thomas cannot go in round six. Cortland Sutton. Listen, I don't know when you, when this kid was what what was going through his head. I mean, once he comes back, yeah, he's is he a wide receiver one, probably. But we have no idea what sure? this offense is going to do. We have no idea if he's going to even be ready week eight. Right now, they're expecting him to come back week eight. For all we know, that turns into week ten. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a waste of a roster spot. And round six, I mean, the talent you're taking him over. You took him over to me. The number one guy you took him over is Odell Beckham. Doesn't make any sense to me. Like Claypool too. I don't love those guys or these guys, but you can't take Michael Thomas there. Even Sutton, sixty-three. No, thank you. Round seven. I like Lamar. Round seven. I would have taken him over Russell Wilson, who you took in round six. I mean, he's my number two quarterback. So to get him in round seven is he's my number three quarterback. Sorry, to get him in round sevens. Terrific. Sure, sure. I mean, if I didn't have the whole Seattle offense, I probably would have went Lamar. And Fournette, worst pick, right? Oh, Fournette's just nauseating there. Damian Harris even, too. Like, I know you like Damian Harris. This is a full PPR league. I mean, I'm just not interested in a guy. Yeah, but who could you put him at your running back, too, and he could get you 8 to 12 points a week? So, can't Jamal Williams do that? No. He's not going to play. Yes, is he, he is. Is he going to automatically play? I think Jamal Williams is getting 8 to 12 touches a game. Anthony Lynn said it. He won and Damian Harris is getting 15 plus touches a game. Yeah, but if he gets 15 catches. Jamal Williams' season high touches might not be Damian Harris's season low touches. If J. Swift is healthy. I mean, Sure. I'm just not interested in Damian Harris. You know, he could go he could go 15 carries, 100 yards. That's 10 points if he doesn't get in the end zone. That's all. He's very touchdown dependent. All right, moved to round eight. I love Michael Carter there. He can get a start in running back. He gets a boost in PPR. Trey Sermon, I like your pick there. Two high upside guys, rookies. Anything stand out to you here? I mean, Devonta Smith, I don't want to toot my own horn, and I don't love him, but I mean, the guy's a dart throw in round eight in my wide receiver five. Give me some type of props. Didn't, I mean, didn't you just tell me when I took all these running backs, like, yeah, what are you going to do with them? I mean, what are you going to do with Devonta Smith if he's your wide receiver five? Hope he turns into a, half of what Justin Jefferson was. I'm not going to say he's going to be the Justin Jefferson. I'm not, even, I'm not going to go there, but I mean, the situation is similar Sure, but I don't. The, the injury is concerning to me right now. That's all. I think it's just going to move him down draft boards. Especially though, for a guy who we've questioned his size, we've questioned his. I know he. Didn't I mean, you just banking signs. on him being hurt his whole career. I'm not now? banking on him, but it's just not off to a good start. I mean, if that was the one concern, and then week one of training camp, the guy's on a on one leg. All right, let's move to round nine because I see a lot of guys pop off the page. Elijah Moore, and I and I know he's getting all. You're a Jet fan. I know he's getting a lot of. Rave reviews in camp at round nine seems really early. Yeah, it's probably early. The thing with the Jets is I don't think anybody's going to be a target hog in this offense. It's going to be a different guy each week. Oddly enough, there's a lot of weird names in the Jets offense that I think could not take over in any given week. But I like Mike Williams here around nine. Oh, I am oozing over Mike Williams, man. Every single time. At pick 100-ish. I mean, this guy's going as, what, wide receiver 50 or something crazy? Wide receiver 45 off the board? Mike Williams is oozing with upside. Just oozing with upside. And last but not least, let's jump into round 10. This will be the last round we do. Hurts in round 10. Seems like a good value. Stafford Burrow, that was in round 11 when the quarterbacks went off the board, messing my whole day up. A lot of tight ends here. We both took tight ends. I took Font, you took Herb Smith, Mike Jacecki, and John Smith went. I've been taking Font over and Herb Smith over those other two guys all day long. I kind of think one New England. I mean, I'm not high on any New England Patriots. Not sure. You Seems like think, a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. Sure, so, you got to think. And if Cam Newton's starting, I don't want anybody. 
you got to think one of them is probably going to be top 10 tight end, right? Whether it's Henry or Smith. No? No. Not if Cam Newton's playing. And then Mac Jones, who knows? So, no, I'm taking Font and Irv Smith on those guys. I'm not on those New England guys, but... Font and Irv Smith, to me, are real close. Yeah, I'm probably... I mean... I'm probably going Irv, honestly. I like both their talents, but... Give me Irv. I mean, Roto World had a nice little blurb on Irv Smith on how he was dominating in the red zone. So Yawn. Take All right, <laughs> well, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. The MD Fantasy Podcast. If any of the participants are listening, we appreciate you guys coming on. Hopefully um, your draft turns out similar to this. If you like it, Dan, any last words before we get out of here? No, just don't take... Uh, James Robinson and Josh Jacobs as early as you did, whoever that was. <laughs> That's my advice. Thanks for joining us, boys. This is the MD Fantasy Football Podcast. Now he runs the opposite way. The guy is drunk.